This is where the magic happens. Hi, I'm Angela, and I don't wear underwear anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Um, hi, this is Ryan. <laughs> I'm going to turn on my camera now as a surprise. Oh yeah. Um, if you're if um, you're a patron for just two dollars, oh, yeah, you can see yeah. the surprise. And <laughs> so surprise! Oh, oh, I love it. I sent Ryan presents. It took forever to get there because you know delays of um, society. Look how cute that was! Though you even had the mic in your hand or the that's, mug um, in your hand. Words. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a great shirt. Aliens, Bigfoot, and butt stuff is on the shirt with the uh, with the logo. And I yeah. have a this shit is real coffee mug that I'm. He's got. Uh, he's all. This is using. where the magic happens. Merched out. I'm merched out right now. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The my artist friend who did our logo. You had a better idea for that shirt. I'm gonna get her to make the logo without the words so we can do it. But, but I mean, it looks good as is. Looks real good. Yeah, I think I it looks like pretty. Yeah, something. so thank you very much for that. You're welcome. I sent those to you. I was missing you so bad one day, and um, I was just making merch, and I was like, I'm gonna send Ryan some presents. Well, I appreciate That's it. That's what it's very all much. about. You know, Ryan, in these dark times, <laughs> <laughs> all we have is online shopping. Well, yeah, me. I mean, it's. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I know the word on the, the stand-up comedy community is uh, shows that were booked for November are already tentatively being rescheduled for 2021. So it doesn't okay. look like we're going to have any live shows um, for the remainder of this year, which, you know, I'm reading, I'm currently reading a book about stand-up comedy in the 1970s and um, reading this book, it just makes me realize like, God damn, like I haven't been able to be on stage in forever. Yeah, um, which is, you know, a little disappointing to say the least, but um, I feel the same way about karaoke. Yeah. So it's like, you know, <laughs> we were born to do things and have dedicated yes. our lives to doing that. And uh, the current circumstances yeah. are making them impossible. But um, before we get started, I'd like to I've been um, I'm revisiting a book that uh, at, when I first tried to start reading this, I don't know, probably at least five years ago. Um, I just wasn't in a place to like get it uh not get it but um understand like a lot of the topics and subjects that were kind of coming through it's called condensed chaos it's a book written by uh phil hein um nice. uh with an introduction by peter carroll who anyone who's into magic probably um has at least heard peter carroll's name and also phil hein's name but there's an interesting quote here at the very beginning of chapter one it just says this, which, I, which resonates with me. I think it'll resonate with you and our listeners. Uh, magic is a doorway through which we step into mystery, wildness, and imminence. We live in a world subject to extensive and seemingly all-embracing all systems of social and personal control that continually feed, us to, continually feed us the lie that we are each alone, helpless, and powerless to affect change. Magic is about change, changing your circumstances so that you strive to live according to a developing sense of personal responsibility, that you can affect change around you if you choose, that we are not helpless cogs in some clockwork universe. All acts of personal slash collective liberation are magical acts. Magic leads us into exhilaration and ecstasy, into insight and understanding into changing ourselves and the world in which we participate. Through magic, we may come to explore the possibilities 
of freedom, which I think is really fucking cool. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Especially in times like this where we we may find ourselves at times feeling powerless, um, that we are unable to affect change um, in the world. Uh, and then realizing that simply by changing ourselves, we are in fact changing the world and we can change the world on top of that. Yep. Yep. I had a moment while you were reading that. I just read that somewhere, like the forward of one of the five books I'm reading or something. That quote is there, which is bizarre. Um, but I had this moment where I was like, wow, this is how church must feel for Christians. <laughs> like I, just, I was so moved. I was like, this is like, Bible, but better because you don't have to give anybody else money. You can just have it yourself. Uh, Ryan, yeah, I, uh, I mean, went. Or what? I, you did what? I, I went down. I'm really, I'm like, that's a really good refresher. I went down. I got, I feels like a heartbeat in my face right now, kind of all day because um, I got my finger on a pulse and um, I have to give up my apartment, put all my stuff in storage because I don't think. Um, I don't think it's going to be great times to come back for a while. Um, I went down the wormhole on astrologically what's coming for the rest of the year. Uh, it's a big bummer. Um, oh, today we're going to explain all the retrogrades. So we're going to walk you through. Well, let's be very clear. <sighs> today you are going to explain I'm gonna all explain. the retrogrades. <laughs> Ryan's going to make really great jokes about that. I, I, I really, I'm at a loss when it comes to that. And I mean, I, f- I finished that other book I was reading about being wrong about, but what if we're wrong by Chuck Klosterman? I've started this mm. other book on stand-up comedy because I need some, I needed, I need some comedy in my life. Um, oh, but yeah. then after that, I'll probably reread or restart maybe condensed chaos or something else. But um, in the meantime, trying to understand retrogrades and I mean, people are going to be pissed off at me, but like, I cannot, I still have not, not that I cannot committed to memory like the astrological birth chart or, or like just when everybody's sign is it's so much great news everybody i went looking for a workbook because i'm like i need to really get good at astrology it is one of the realest things in my life i'm obsessed with it and yet there's it's so vast so i went looking for a workbook one does not exist i have started writing a workbook as i teach myself all the weird little fucking ins and outs and nooks and crannies of astrology it will probably be a long time at least a year until i publish this because i'm writing two other things right now but a workbook is coming you're all gonna learn astrology we're all gonna learn astrology together and it'll be like a novice learning so it'll be easy it'll be super easy um, and i'm sure it'll be fun but- yeah, it's going to be so fun. You know I'm not going to write some stale-ass astrology book. I'm not going to write no stale-ass anything. Um, I'm not going to write uh, no stale-ass anything. I was um, I was thinking, something I really appreciate about our listeners, I appreciate pretty much all of the uh, everything. Um, pretty, much, the, pretty much. Pretty not much. All, pretty much. <laughs> the cat pics, yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything. Um but the, the um, tolerance for when I end up on a Jeffrey Dahmer mini rant, or it's basically always just the same thing, like, you know, it's so nice that people are cool about that. I really appreciate that because my second husband would shut it down and embarrass me in front of our friends. Well, let and me say something about that. Well, because please. I've always said like our society is obsessed with darkness and murder mm-hmm. and yeah. You know, like, Look at just, all the, every, 
Myrtle everything podcasts. is in, everything is influenced by darkness, right? And mm-hmm. and not that I've like held myself like <laughs> I'm better than that, but I mean. <laughs> Part of me, you know, if I were to be honest, was like, you know, I'm a little more advanced at being obsessed with all these people who are so fucking dark, right? Um, and we need more light. And therefore, that makes me better than you. But it turns out I watched, now, this is going to be a trigger warning for you. So I'm just warning you in advance. Okay. I watched an HBO movie that came out, I think, I don't know, I think it came out years ago, over a decade ago. I don't know when. But it is the biopic of Ernest Hemingway and uh, oh, Horn. It's Hemingway. I Gellhorn. love that movie. I love that fucking okay, so movie, Ryan. Hate you love him. That? Yeah. And love? if you oh. if you hate him, you would love that movie because he's portrayed as a total piece Honestly. of shit in that movie. Yep. But let me say I read this. all of her books. I read all of her books after I saw that movie. She's amazing. She, she tried is to amazing. Yeah, in Africa, but they wouldn't let her on the plane. It was, she was broke. Anyway, I related to her on many levels. Well, I had a revelation after I watched that about how I'm not obsessed with darkness and everybody else is. Because if you look at Hemingway's personal history, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, so did she. Not... Gellhorn did? When? Yep. She did it when she, her legs, she couldn't like travel anymore. So and this was so recent. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure she blew her brains out too. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, so did his, if I'm, I should bring up the Wikipedia page, but his brother, his sister, <gasps> and Holy his... Shit father or mother also committed suicide like everyone in his immediate family committed suicide and this was before he committed suicide so if i'm not mistaken so like you have a family that was like and this is what i realized i am a little bit obsessed with stories of people who can like spalding gray i was reading for something totally unrelated and i've always been interested in spalding i love that story spalding gray also committed suicide do you know Um, you know the full story about him doing it how he saw that movie yeah big fish which is my favorite one of my favorite movies and just jumped off the freaking ferry to drown like yeah and i mean that's that's the story anyway right Mm -hmm. that um and when i saw big fish i'm like this is the kind of dad i'm gonna be um, so like that movie also had a big impact on me, but I, I do get obsessed with people's stories when they were brilliant or, you know, or whatever, and they commit suicide and, you know, like there's too many examples to list, um, yeah. you know, whether it's Robin Williams, um, you know, there's so many, uh, of my you know, influences that died by suicide. And it makes me realize that like, oh, I'm just, I also am obsessed, but in a different way, right? Yeah. So instead of being on my high horse, like all you fucking crazy people, you just want to absorb darkness all the time. What's wrong with you? And then meanwhile, I'm at home reading like, how did he kill himself? (laughs) You know, we are all, yes, we're all drawn to the darkness. We're all drawn to dark. Because it's about death. Ultimately, yes, it's about death, we live right? in the light and then we do our little sneaky shenanigans in the dark and, and the dark, it's shadow work. It's all of that. I mean, and it's impossible yesterday. not to be obsessed with death when you know that you are alive right now. And so it's yep. like, and, and it's the great unknown. So me sitting here trying to act like I'm not obsessed with death is yeah. very hypocritical, which is, you know, I've never claimed that I'm not a hypocrite in everything I say or do, but um, so, yeah. So I, I wanted to put that out there for everybody. Um, I also have a morbid obsession with death. And so I'm coming out, I'm coming out about that. 
And so, you know, so if you felt judged by me previously, I want you to know I'm not judging you anymore. <laughs> that's, that's a big, bold, brave statement. I, <laughs> yesterday, I said out loud, I, oh, um, I wanted to say this for everyone. I just got back on Wellbutrin. This is my third day. I feel so much better. Um, I didn't, I got on it. I got on it when I was going through my second divorce. And I got on it when I went to the doctor. I just wanted Adderall. I just wanted Adderall and I wanted to take it recreationally. I don't, I don't like it for work. I do have incredibly huge problems with focus and sitting still, but that's because I'm triple fire. Um, but he talked me into Wellbutrin and he gave me a prescription and he did give me Adderall. But I was like, well, let's try this while we turn to see if I get high on it. And I did. So I took it. And then you also get really horny and skinny on it. And those are fabulous sensations. Oh so, <laughs> I mean, I'm into those. Not everybody needs to be skinny or horny. I haven't been horny in so long. I'm so fucked up right now, by the way. I've never heard um, someone just- say they get high off Wellbutrin. I get, I am, I have such a sensitive system, but what's funny is a while back, I even asked Sarah, I was like, do you think I should get off this? She's like, no, I don't really think it affects your abilities or anything. Um, but you, you know, birth control does. Can I ask you, you a question about Wellbutrin? Yes. Like, does it have a, like a speed stimulant? element, a stimulant element to it? Yeah, it sure does. It sure does, Ryan. And it's funny because Brady and I have had this discussion where she's like, no, it builds up in your system. And I'm like, no, it does not. I mean, it probably does. But I, I've been on it, this is day three, slept five hours a night, feel super great. But the day before I started taking it, I actually said out loud, this is how people feel before they kill themselves. It feels, and I have, I have a friend, a really good friend who was a genius and killed himself the day after Christmas. And his wife and I went to college together. And then she came to visit me and we went and she watched me do a storytelling event in Connecticut. And she told me, we were together all weekend and she told me it was the day after Christmas. She said, I think he knew if Christmas couldn't make him happy, nothing would. And that's why he did it then. And, um, I think about him a lot cause he was manic depressive. Like he'd go crazy, produce a ton of stuff and then just be down for weeks. Um, but I really had such a low feeling and I know also anybody who's listening, who's an empath or, you know, just really tuned into stuff right now it is so hard um because the stuff that's coming um i don't want to be like i don't want to bum anybody out i do have good news but it 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 gets better before it it gets worse before it gets better um is my prediction i I would love to be wrong i know i'm not but i started taking wellbutrin and immediately like i still feel trapped i still feel feral i still think, do I murder my whole family? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But I feel a lot better not sleeping yet. Haven't figured that out. But um, I feel so much better. And I just want people to know that getting on a drug right now is totally okay. Um, well, Butrin is actually a super easy one. It's, it's, a, it's a good one if you've, if you've had problems with other ones. I mean, I don't know. Maybe now's not the time to be trying that either. But just be open to any resources you have if you are feeling like, oh, I understand why people kill themselves. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, well, that, that ties into this. Well, I mean, sure does. with the Hemingway thing, I, I don't know. I think the closest I ever came was 
I don't know. I mean, there was one time I was in my dad and stepmom's kitchen uh, 15 years ago. I don't know when it was. I was in a dark place and like I just stared at a rack of knives, like in one of, the, one of those wooden blocks, you know, like a knife block mm-hmm. where you put all the knives in. And I just stared at that and I was like, I could just grab that and I just, I just use it. I use the big one. I'll just get the big one and I'll just jam it in. And I was just like, I wasn't even thinking about like, well, that's a really painful yeah way to kind of do it like that's not what because you're not thinking about that kind of stuff you're just thinking about a removal of whatever it is you're feeling in that moment or you have been feeling over a long period of time and the you know and the inability to see past it and uh, well and you just want to be set free the people who kill themselves just want to be set free and and I think we need to be very careful and protective of each other right now because a lot of us are definitely feel encaged want to be set free um i'm not going to tell my story here i'm going to save this for secrets you guys and that's not to get your money that's because it's i did try to kill myself when i was a teenager and i'm going to tell the story for secrets um it's a really good story it obviously has a great ending (laughs) angela's been a uh, ghost this whole time i didn't (laughs) realize that she's been a flesh body ghost uh, Flesh body ghost. It takes a lot of energy to manifest this body all the time. She's what um, we call a curvy apparition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love I love how like sensual it sounds too. Like manifest this body. So what are you gonna be? Night. What are you gonna be when you grow up? I'm gonna. Well, after I die, I'm gonna be a curvy apparition. It'd be nice to be like a sexier ghost than you were a person. You yeah, know, and that, like, you can tell when Angela's ghost has been in your room because there's coconut oil on the floor. Uh, <laughs> What the fuck does I do use coconut oil every day? But what does that joke mean? Well, coconut oil is great for lube. Lube, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm. That's what you're supposed to use. I mean, I that's what I've been instructed by in my tantra in my tantra program. I'm supposed to use it's because it's natural. Uh It's vegan. It's you know it doesn't have any crazy shit in it. Yep, I only buy natural lube. Here's a really fun story, and then we're gonna talk about retrogrades. Um, when I started dating the last guy I was dating who, um, you know, <laughs> um, th- that was, that was during the podcast. So everybody got to hear me go through a breakup and get real feral. Then, um, he had super shitty loop, like that the gynecologist would have. And, um, like we're not putting a speculum in me and cranking it up. We're going to have just normal people. Why would the gynecologist it? not have good lube? Um, I would love to know the answer, Ryan. You know what? Whenever what? I see a female doctor, she has good lube. But the male doctors, and I, I know, again, I've, I have a lot of gynecologist stories as well. Um, also well, it makes sense that the male secrets. gynecologists are just like, I just used to spit on my hands, and then some guy gave me some. Uh, some oh, my uh, God. Some guy gave me I, some free samples. Let's just say I won't go to a male gynecologist ever again. But. This, um, I mean, I'll, I'll save that for secrets another time. We've got a whole list of secrets. Yay. Um, but uh, yeah, this guy had really crappy lube. And um, in like one of the ultimate power moves, I had um, an Amazon package sent to him. Don't shop Amazon. This was a, over, this was almost two years ago. I don't even know. I, time is not real anymore. Um, but I had my favorite natural lube and a book that I had told him he should read sent to him. And it had a really great note. I should find it because it was like, it was like checkmate, bitch. That is a, that is a power move, sending mm-hmm. lube. To the guy book. I'd only had sex with once. 
Yeah. Okay. First of all, I'm look going how to, beautifully it turned out. I'm going to send you a, <laughs> it's like a twofold power move. It's like, first of all, here, get smarter, <laughs> be smart enough to talk to me. And second of all, learn how to fuck. Um, <laughs> which is it's way better than the mug and t-shirt you got. But I, as a man, I don't, you know, as a man of a certain age, I'm not sure what my initial reaction to receiving that gift would be mm-hmm. other than, I mean, I'll, Ultimately, it would be like, oh, this is great. Now I don't have to buy yeah. this shit. You know what I mean? He was I'm- delighted. He he was delighted. But I also, you know, I attract men who like bitches. So I, I only use that word as a positive. You know, I'm super proud of the bitchiness that I have worked hard to achieve. Um, so you guys, you want to hear about retrogrades probably at this point. <laughs> um, right? And Ryan, I'm going to talk to you about it. We're going to talk about what's happening. Okay. So lay it on. Wait. Maybe we'll do an early break. Here. Now then, we have five planets retrograding. Do you want to talk about two of them first? No, let's oh, just it feels split early. It here. Let's just All break right, here fine. and then we'll just go with it. Sorry, you guys. Here's some ads. Okay, so now we're gonna get into retrogrades. I'm gonna let you take the lead on this because I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Before Mercury retrograde became part of the common vernacular in pop culture, mm-hmm. I probably thought it was a flavor of Gatorade, yeah. like a sports drink. Um, oh yeah. Um, although I've heard about this for obviously years because I'm into the weird shit, but um, most people when they hear retrograde, they're like, well, "Does Michael Jordan? Did he drink that or LeBron or whatever?" Uh-huh. So, but what it does is it, it's. I'm gonna let you explain all that. The general understanding that I think most people have is that like something fucking weirds happening with oh, planets yeah. or some shit. So much weird is happening. So much weird. I read about it all day. Um, so. Fun fact, people think that when a planet's retrograding, it's moving backwards, but they don't actually do that. It's Earth passing them because Earth, you know, rotates around the sun faster. So, you know, like if you're passing a car on the freeway for for a moment, it kind of looks like you're, it's going backwards, you know, so it's like, it's that. So right now we're passing five planets and none of them are Mercury. Uh, fortunately, I, honestly, I, I don't even think it would matter because this is such a freaking shit show. Um, but the prefix re means to go back. So words to keep in mind for Mercury retrogrades are, are words like, or not Mercury, so sorry. I wish it were that simple. Any retrograde, think of words like review, relearn, reestablish, refresh, um, resist, reconnect, revise. Um, Relude. And <laughs> reload if you're in the south <laughs> um so this is a time to not necessarily start new things i'm gonna break down the planets and tell you what they're all doing um but with retrogrades you kind of want to like revisit stuff and polish it it's a time to polish um it's a time that uh very much like the past comes back to haunt us so we're all sort of reliving memories. We got Venus in retrograde, so we're emailing exes. Um, we're reaching out to friends. Uh, it's a very good time to be single. This is maybe the best time to be it's single. It's the best time to be single when you can't leave your house. Ever. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so I, I somebody said to me the other day, a really good friend said, uh, Sylvia Brown, who was a fraud. She was not a real psychic. 
Um, ask any psychic, she'll tell you. Sylvia Brown predicted before she died that 2020 was going to have some kind of plague and it would just disappear. So there are a lot of people familiar with her saying that, walking around thinking this will just disappear. And it's not going to do that. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to do that. But if it, if it does just disappear, it is not going to be for quite some time. So um, I would love to go on and on about what a piece of shit Sylvia Brown was. Um, but I, can, <laughs> what? I can't weigh in on that other than knowing that I love the name Sylvia. I do too. Sylvia is such Sylvia a great Plath. name. Oh, you know, Ryan, Sylvia Plath, one of her favorite authors might have been who I was in my past life. Not oh, really? To take credit for Sylvia Plath, but she said she was inspired by that. That author, no big deal. No big deal. Not gonna no name drop. No big deal. No big deal. Nah, I don't need to get down on low ground and name drop like some kind of LA slime ball because I'm in Florida now. <sighs> okay, so Pluto. Let's just start with Pluto. You know, Pluto Dean Martin. Dean Martin used to say name dropping is the lowest form of. Uh... <laughs> what? I lo- I love the old. It's the old joke of like name dropping. Like Dean Martin uh-huh. told me that. Uh, only you should never name drop. It's like name dropping while you tell people not to name drop. Anyway, the joke was, <gasps> the joke didn't it missed. We'll move on. Keep going. I I don't know what you're talking about. But you know what? With all the plants retrograding, you're not supposed to make sense. Close right now, dear close friend of mine, Elon Musk told me uh, over coffee. <laughs> oh, that, that I get it now. Better job. Name drop. Yes, perfect. Beautiful joke. Um, so you guys, Pluto, it started retrograding April 25th. So these, you felt these things happening a little bit, a little while ago this started. It's going to retrograde until October 5th. So here's what you can experience or expect. That's a long Pluto, ass. That's a long, long ass. Long. Well, I guess it would be six months, right? Yeah. The, Roughly. This, right? I don't April. Know. You don't. said April. Yeah. So yeah. four to 10, four to 10. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do math during retrogrades, Ryan. Oh my God. But I did do math today. I can't wait to tell you about, about my, what I'm revisiting in my past. I'm actually like, we'll talk about this later, but I'm giddy about emailing with my first husband. There we go. So welcome to retrogrades. <laughs> um, so, okay. To start, Pluto is the planet of transformation. So we're doing like a lot of inner reflection. Uh, we're all kind of like, what the fuck? Like, like it's almost like everyone's having Uranus opposition right now. So Ryan and I are having Uranus opposition at the same time that it's like uh, the, all the worst co- planet combinations that we'll ever see in our lifetime. Um, oh, so this is the, this is the worst that it'll ever be. Yep. This is me. the absolute worst we're ever going to be in our lives. Um, as long as we survive the next couple months. So uh, hidden truths are coming out. Hidden truths. I learned today about some plagiarism that someone was doing who I worked with recently and I'm fucked up over it. Hidden truths. It's like a big full moon kind of. Um, it's it's the last planet of the solar system. So um, the effects are like more in the subconscious. It's like a psychological level. Um, it's so, so what we're all doing right now, collectively, we're figuring out, we're seeing changes that need to be made. And this makes total sense when you look at how unprepared our country was for this, uh, how the world was pretty much. So what good is going to come of Pluto retrograding? The government is most likely going to figure out a better way to take care of their people. 
This is very likely, it should have good effects, but they might not figure it out until after the beginning of October. And I am very scared that Halloween will be canceled. I just, it keeps changing. Halloween's done. I mean, you gotta- Halloween's over, right? If there's not, if there's not gonna be any live stand-up comedy shows at the earliest November, I, which is, which are being, there's not gonna be Halloween. I mean, it's gonna be buckets on the front porch at the best, I think, um, under those circumstances. That's not to say something crazy won't happen and there'll be a a, a breakthrough of some kind that was unexpected and the vaccine arrived sooner, which is possible to happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe, and it has changed a lot. It keeps changing. Um, The last couple of days though, I'm like, I'm like, I, I think it's pretty much shifted gears into, um, I think we're going to be stuck for a little while, but it's, it's fine. Cause you guys, you also have Saturn retrograding. Yay. That started May 11th. And, uh, this is actually, these are all painful, so painful, so heavy, but the outcomes are, are great. We have so much good stuff coming after we get through this. Um, this is Saturn is like society. Saturn's retrograde is society going through a big change. Um, Saturn has daddy energy. It rules self-discipline, restriction, authority, and karma. So it's kind of like daddy is uh, taking a time out. Um, Daddy's like, going to go out to the store and buy some cigarettes. I'll be back yeah. after a while. Hey, exactly. I'm going to go to the Aww. store, get some milk and cigarettes. I'll be back. That does remind me of my dad. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I said that warmly. Um, so this is a fun time because, uh, karma gets sorted out like your karmas, your stuff you haven't dealt with. It will, because now we're passing Saturn, it will make you kind of lazy and unproductive and that's okay. You just got to surrender to that. Um, there's this other thing I read about that's kind of bonkers. It's a, it's the brightest star in the constellation Aquila the Eagle. It's called Altair. Altair, Altair. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. It's Aquila the Eagle is the name of the star system. Aquila the Eagle. That's yeah. fucking cool. Isn't it great? And Altair. It sounds like a He-Man character. It's, it's like, it does. like only three others share this secret. Aquila the <laughs> Eagle and our friend the sorceress together we'll fight the evil powers of skeletor my god you're absolutely right ryan you're absolutely right um so aquila the eagle all thank you for allowing me that yeah thank you for interjecting because this is some dry (laughs) bad news so (laughs) so saturn is in conjunction with this very bright star and this star and saturn are going to make us all super sad and disappointed um, it also leads to a lot of hospital treatment, inability to work, social isolation, and just like basic despair oh, wow. until September 29th. I imagine Aquila the Eagle as a character, like picture in your mind, an eagle, right? Uh-huh. Got dressed, it. dressed in very like goth, but also oh, kind I of like it. old goth, like, you know, like um, someone- punk? Someone who's like, yeah, kind of like steampunk. Like, imagine a teenager who wants to dress like they're from like the 1920s, right? In all black, uh-huh. at a poetry reading with like little reading glasses, just on stage, <laughs> like reading Sylvia Plath or like Dickinson, <laughs> or just poems about death uh-huh. um, and like despair and loss. Like, that's a quill of the eagle in my mind. Do you know uh, who Tao, Tao Lin is, the hipster poet? No, I do not. I kind of. 
if anybody knows who that is, that's what I'm thinking of Quilly Eagles. I actually knew Tao. Like my next poem is called Death of a Star. I, I you say burn so bright as compliments. And then yeah. you die. No, like so the Quilla the Eagles like jumped on board with Saturn, yes. you said, right? Yes. They're working together. They, they're working together against us. But not really, because this is all shit that we have to go through. And and the hospital stuff, all of this is necessary. It's big transformation. This is why you all have to be taking your elderberry syrup and uh, cider apple cider vinegar and lots of vitamin C. Like definitely boost your immune systems because it's the second wave is coming is really my what i the download i'm getting is second wave is coming with a vengeance so far we've so, got pluto we've got saturn mm -hmm. now we got talked. venus okay. yeah oh venus so, yeah so this Be is venus, venus. <laughs> your desire what's that how's that song go you know what i'm talking about your it's like desire. the song from the, like yeah. the late 80s early 90s I'm your lyrics, Venus. Though. I'm your. I'm your fire. Is it yeah. fire? Yo desire. Yo desire. There's yeah, our yeah. karaoke. Yeah, there My mom go. said she's not buying a karaoke system, even though she lured me here last Christmas and said she bought one. And then she pretended she didn't know what she was talking about. And I reminded her of it today. Anyway, she goes, "Who are you going to sing for?" And I said, "Myself." And that I think that that's a good attitude. Just put on uh, Spotify or whatever. And plug I'm on in your well mind. future now. I mean, I'll sing. I can be alone for a few more. Weeks. Are you? Is she yes. in the room? No, she. You're no, just kind because this is what you're like. Her. You're like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's down the hall. I'm telling her how it is. She cannot hear me. Ugh. So uh, my mom is a super heavy-handed empath, and uh, our synthetic everything sets her off. And people think she's faking. She's not faking. Synth synthetic fragrance and things set me off um if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god this explains why i'm so sensitive to this and this and this empaths are raw nerves but this woman today started coughing and clearing her throat and blamed it on me said i used something different in the shower you can't use fragrance around her at all uh, not anything uh, one of the guys fixed the garage door the other day and his laundry detergent which actually was giving me a headache too but like she was dying. She had to keep going outside. It's a nightmare. But then all day, she cleared her throat. And this house is not that big. So I went to the end of the house, and all day, I heard, <clears throat> and uh, I didn't murder, suicide anybody yet. So I want. I'm I not going to sing. Let praise. me clear my throat. <laughs> a very popular song from the late '90s. Let me clear my. I'm not going to sing that. But next time she's doing that, you should just put that on Spotify and oh, put it like blast so it on like a, do you have a Bluetooth speaker at the house? Yeah. Just blast, it through, the, blast it through the Bluetooth. <laughs> I've been listening to ambient music, ambient music. Which is great, ambient. which is such a it great is. thing to do when you're writing or reading or kind yeah. of hanging out. I mean, I use I it. really. Oh shit. That reminds me, I'm sorry. Somebody messaged me about many episodes ago. I talked about meditation music that I used. Um, and you forgot to tell them what it was. I forgot to tell them what it was. I, I believe I have it right here. Um, Good. This is when they need it, Ryan. The timing is working out. Um, although I may have just saved it as a, uh, as a title called meditation music, but it's my go-to. It's what I use um, almost for everything when I'm doing meditation. Where do you get it? Is it on YouTube? I did a YouTube downloader thing. Um, Hell yeah. And uh, downloaded get the- that download just the audio version of a youtube video it's called ambient music ambient. and it has what are those parentheses called that have the little nipple 
nipple parentheses. Do you know what I'm talking about? The nipple parentheses? Semicolon? No, no. It's a parenthesis with a nipple on it. You know what I'm saying? No. It's, you know how parentheses like this? Yeah. Well, this one has a boink. A little nipple in the middle. Um, people oh, know what I'm talking about. The fancy. I know like what you're fancy, talking about now. It's free the nipple parenthesis. I, yeah. For some reason, I was picturing the nipple as like a dot. But yeah. Oh I know no no yeah about. yeah. So it's on yeah. So it's like a, it's like you're viewing a breast from the side. Um, it's mm -hmm. so it's ambient music, uh -huh. space, left breast. Yeah. <laughs> space traveling, right breast, background for dreaming is the name Let's of the video. Post it. Let's post it in our Facebook group. Okay, so right. that's ambient music's uh, space. Um, what I just said, space. Yeah. Ambient, if you just Google ambient or YouTube, ambient music, space traveling, background for dreaming, you'll find the video. It's like three hours long. How many so, nipples okay. does it have? Just the one? It's just one. It's just okay. doink. That's nice. That's so perfect. It's like, you don't as you're reading it, it's the left one, boink. Yeah. After space travel, boink, the right one. <laughs> For two dollars a month, you can watch us record this. And Ryan just made little. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I forget. It was really can. good. I know, I know. Um, okay. I can't believe I just realized that those parentheses had nipples this whole time. I would. <laughs> you think I would have realized gotta, that as a child? We got to figure out how to use them. And I, I, you know, um, this is like a sore subject. But uh, Sundance hired me to be their uh, senior editor one year, where I would actually work at Sundance, like the facility. And then they found out that someone had already hired. I took all these tests with punctuation and grammar. I'm so good at punctuation and grammar, but I do not, I do not know how the nipple ones work. That mug makes me so happy. You wearing that shirt and using that mug make me so happy. It's a great shirt. Oh. I love the color gray. I love Heather gray. Yeah, I do too. We've got, you guys check out our merch store at our website, blah, blah, blah. You love it. Okay. Venus. Okay. Back to the planets. Okay. So May 13th, Venus retrograded. Just a few days ago. Yeah. And uh, she likes retrograde every 18 months. So um, we haven't had this in a while, but the last time she did it, I actually, I, I unwittingly, I did, I did not know that Venus was retrograding, but I emailed my first husband then too. So um, it's a time when exes pop up. I am the ex popping up right now, which is refreshing. Uh, it's a time when you can see like all the weak links in your relationships, in your romantic relationships. Um, some friction will be present. This is a great time to be single. Um, but if you are in a relationship, do not get engaged. Do not get married. Do not make any major relationship moves until July if you can help it because you have to deal with the shadow too. Um, June 25th, this stops. But in the meantime, get ready to see a lot of breakups. Like it's going to be a shit show. Maybe it'll just, we'll just enjoy like celebrities breaking up. It'll, it'll be really fun. Um, enjoy I, their misery. Enjoy, enjoy no, the misery of just, the well-known. It's just a nice distraction. It's like, cause then you get to, it's like, it's like sports. I'm honestly not obsessed with any celebrities. I think the only real celebrities I like are like, um, what's her name from, I follow her on Instagram. Don't even know her name, but she's on the, the righteous gemstones. Love her. Obsessed with her. Brilliant. Can't remember her name. Amy Sedaris. Love her. Don't think I can think of anybody else I really care about. Wait, what, what happened with Amy Sedaris? Oh. She's on my Mount Crush one. Oh, she Amy hates Sedaris me, Ryan. Amy Sedaris hates I, you? She's on my Mount Crush more. hates me. She and I have crossed paths three or four times. The last time, though, she loved me, but she couldn't see me. 
she heard me laughing and she loved me. She was. Why does she I hate went, you? I have to. We have to pause the know. planet thing because Amy Sedaris is okay. like my. She's I like know, my me number too. one. Oh, it it destroys me. She's an Aries, and usually Aries women and I are best friends. They're the only women I can sleep next to. I have a hard time sleeping. But Aries women, for whatever reason. Like my roommate, when I worked at Disney World, and I shared a queen size bed with this person, slept like a baby. Um, Lauren Brenner, who we had on the podcast, when I would visit LA, I'd sleep in her bed, slept like a baby. I have no idea what it is, but female energy from Aries women, love it. Amy Sedaris, it was when Strangers with Candy had just started. It was just One of the best shows show. ever. Yeah. Fucking A, you guys. It is not PC. Uh, it is not PC, but- it's a different Jerry time. is anyway. such a great character. Oh, it's so good. She's so brilliant. She's so selfless in the comedy that she gives us. I really feel that way about her. She's like a freaking comedic angel. Um, even though I've seen hate in her eyes. Um, so strangers with candy had just started on comedy central and I was instantly obsessed, obsessed. And nobody on that show was famous yet. It, it, Steve Carell was on it. Uh, they were all just like, comics like second city comics who got a, a show it was um it i think the first season it just aired but i was walking down eighth avenue with my brother who was in town in new york and i had this really small apartment with um my uh ex fiance like my ex second fiance <laughs> and uh uh we were going to magnolia bakery and it was back when there was just the one magnolia like in the west village before it became this weird conglomerate whatever it is now and uh she had an entourage of gay men and she wasn't famous yet the show had just come out but i was instantly obsessed with her from the very first episode in love obsessed and i see her oh and at the time i had bleached blonde hair i looked i did a lot of britney spears things at this time before pre 9 11 i went very britney i had a belly ring it was not great i mean i, I gotta find some photos i it's, love belly rings nothing wrong with a belly ring i might get a shungite put in there you know i was thinking because Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that when, when, the, when we can go get pierced by people again. Like people are like, um, I like a place to hang my glasses. Um, <laughs> okay. So moving on. So we're, we're about to cross. Um, it was like, I don't know, like 14th street, I think. And we're at the light on eighth and she's crossing towards us and I see her and recognize her and I light up and now I'm wearing glitter jeans. I got midriff showing I am probably in flip-flops. Not by appearance, the audience that Amy Sedaris is trying to reach. Not at all. Not by at appearance. all. Okay. Um, but I'm I will starting say- to, Starting to get a sense yeah. of what's going to happen. But, and yes, you could think it was that, but then I'm going to tell you about the second time. Okay. So we're crossing the street and I light up and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm about to say, I love you on Strangers with Candy. Not like, can I have your autograph? Can I have a picture? But this is before you guys, I know the young people aren't going to believe this, but cell phones didn't used to have cameras. Um, so I just walk past her with glee on my face and I'm going to shout this at her. And she just looks at me like this. Now, you guys, this is totally worth becoming a patron for. She looks at me and she goes. And it was like she was saying, I like not not today, Blondie. It was like so she I disapprove was like, of everything you stand for. Yeah, she you was disgusted. so disgusted by me. And it it did break my heart a little bit. But uh then the second time was at the Bust Craftacular. I wrote um music reviews for Bust magazine for a little while and I got to go to all their parties and really fun things like that. And I went to the Craftacular and she was signing one of her books. She was autographing it. 
And this time, uh, I look much like I do now. I have this cute vintage dress on that's totally her style. Like I've got dark hair, I'm just like probably probably pretty hipster, honestly. But um, uh, I think like this will be different. You know, it's been years. And there's no way she remembers you. There's no way. I must, I must look like somebody who was a monster to her in high school or something. That's all I can imagine. I do not understand this. So she's, she's like schmoozing with everyone in there. She's signing their books. These are people who paid like 25 bucks to get in. And she's signing their books. She's laughing. She's smiling. She's taking pictures with them. I'm standing there with one of the editors of the magazine who's like a big deal. So, so I look like I have clout. She looks over at me, same fucking stink eye. And she just goes, saw me and hated me again. Our eyes met. It was awful. Now, I'm pretty sure there's a third time that I'm forgetting. But the, the for sure last time, there might not be a third time, but it feels like there are. The last time I uh, was doing well as a playwright in New York and this theater, this all women theater uh, now defunct, they invited me to come see a staged reading of what became the movie Waitress and the musical. Um, and there's a really sad story about that woman who wrote that. Uh, just go Google, Google it, you guys. She got, she got murdered before the, the movie even came out. It's bizarre, it's really bizarre. Um, but she, she was reading stage direction, it was her baby. Paul Rudd was playing the, um, the love interest, the gynecologist. I've never seen any of it. I only saw the stage reading. Amy Sedaris is playing one of the funny people. And um, Gretchen Mole is playing the waitress that Carrie Russell played. Oh, I also hung out with Carrie Russell a long time ago. She was lovely. She, anyway. <laughs> Look at this. So many names to drop. So many names to drop. So um, I'm sitting in the front row and the, the theater was like packed. And we got to sit, well, we got to sit. We sat on the floor. We, so I wanted to sit on the floor because um, it was more comfortable. They had those old ass theater seats that fold up and we were closer to Amy Sedaris. So the lights are down and she is of course killing it. Her bit part, her comedic supporting actress part, was she was killing it, crushing it. It was amazing. I'm laughing my ass off and she can't see me because the, the lights in her eyes but I'm probably like, I'm probably like no more than 10 feet away from her, I'd say. She keeps turning to me and smiling and being like, yeah, you like that, didn't you? You like that. And we bonded. <laughs> but that's only because she couldn't see my ugly, horrible face. Your, your monster face. Uh, my uh, monster that, face. That reminded her of the monster from her past, potentially. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I, um, so I'm not going to share my Amy Sedaris story this time. I'll do it another episode because it's much different than those. Oh, we actually, fuck? Amy Sedaris and I, is this a lie? Maybe. Have you haven't, a, yeah, you haven't a told a, a stupid a lie. lie. A lie. God, a lie. God damn it, Ryan. God it's damn a lie. It. I, Amy Sedaris and I never had a romantic connection of any kind. <laughs> Nor have we ever been in the same, you know, square mile together to the best of my knowledge. Okay. So back to the planets. I could basically smell her. That's how close I was. Okay. So <laughs> I thought you meant just in general, like I, if Amy Sedaris shows up, I could basically smell her when she arrives, like from a mile away. I, you have like a Sedaris like sense. You have like a I, Sedaris I feel sense. like I do. Even David, I love them. I love those Sedaris. Amy's close. I smell her. You know, that, <laughs> that would make someone avoid you forever. Did, okay. did anybody, did, do you remember in Strangers with Candy when 
um, it's, it's, it's the Winona Ryder episode and she comes home with Jerry and the stepmom goes, Jerry, have you been wiping your ass with the towels and then folding them and putting them back? And Jerry's like, how dare you ask me something like that in front of my cool new friend? And her mom's like, have you? And she goes, yes, <laughs> I lost my mind because David Sedaris, and maybe somebody listening has also made this connection. One of his earliest essays is about one of the, I think there were five of them, four of them, four of them, right? Three sisters, three sisters. No, there are two, but five of them, five kids, somebody in the house was wiping their ass with the clean towels and then folding them, putting them back. And then he would describe like getting out of the shower and using a nice clean towel and finding like dried shit in it. Oh my God. And then she worked it into Strangers with Candy. And I always thought it was a confession that it was her wiping her ass on the towels. I loved it. It delighted me. Um, so anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the planets. Jupiter. Okay. Uh, I'm born under Jupiter. I love it. It's big and beautiful and it's uh, lucky. Sagittarius is born under Jupiter. Um, good fortune. It's the planet of learning, philosophy, spiritual practices. It's very Sagittarius energy. Um, but now the good news with Jupiter is this is going to feel a little bit lighter. That Okay, so that started May 14th and this is going till September 12th. Jupiter is all about um, inner truths coming out. And right now it's like, we're gonna see big picture stuff. We're gonna think about everybody. We're, it's not just gonna be like Americans or just our state. It's gonna be a global, God, Sagittarius is the best, Ryan. Listen to this. Jupiter's going easy on everybody, gonna make them care about each other. Again, Sagittarius is the best. I got a lot of messages from people about that, how every Sagittarius thinks we're the best. Yeah, because we are. Everybody, everybody Trust likes me. a Sag. I remember that. I mean, if you, Sagittarius is the that best thing. sign, just ask a Sag and they'll tell you. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, I'm, I'm part Sag. Yeah. Your moon is Sag. I'm like, and your moon is who you really are. Mm -hmm. So it's true. Really Mine am, is Leo, obviously. Who I Amy really Sedaris am hates is, the Leo moon. is the best. Who I really am is you the are. best. It's a great sign. The other thing too, like Sagittarius, it, this as this ask any astrologer. We are friends with every sign of the zodiac. We get along with everybody. I used to hang out with these cool, cool Scorpio girls in college, and it was like a pack of Scorpios. How do you? So you just like memory. You just like someone can say whatever day they were born, and you just uh huh have it locked oh, in. Oh yeah. I am obsessed. I've been obsessed with astrology for a long time. Um, but yeah, these super cool Scorpios, they hated everybody. And they'd always say, you're the only non-Scorpio that I like. Every one of them would say that. God, and I feel I was, like I'm listening to the, uh, the musical um, West Side Story. <laughs> like once you're a Scorpio, you're a Scorpio West from your first cigarette <laughs> till the day you die. Okay, so you, um, it's like they're like their own little gang. Yeah, they were the streets in their Scorpio leather jackets. Which is very jackets. Scorpio, because they they all want to like murder and help each other bury bodies. You they know? all got switchblades. Yes. Oh, you know what is fascinating? You know, as I talk to my first husband again, it's like uh, this was to revisit the the Venus thing, uh, retrograding. So I blocked a lot of things. I have a great ability to black out, and this has served me well in very traumatic, major PTSD events. I blocked the memories of sex with my first husband. And I can only remember the first time we had sex. And 
since Venus started retrograding, I remember having sex with him, which is fucking wild. That's probably why I'm reaching out. Just, just kidding. Um, I have so much love in my heart for him. And um, I was, I did his chart. There, God, I don't know where to start. His Venus is in Scorpio like mine. So we're very like-minded in love. I'm double, well, I'm triple fire, but um, my sun and moon are fire. His sun and moon, he's double Libra. Um, I, I don't know how I missed this, but I was thinking about it today and I was like, he had to have been a master 11 because we manifested so much crazy shit together. We got, we won a photographer contest. So we have like gorgeous Central Park wedding photos. Um, we went on the newlywed game. He was about to take a nap and he said, cause we couldn't afford a honeymoon. We just moved back from LA to New York. And he goes, it's too bad the newlywed game isn't on anymore. Cause, and I said, what was that? And he's like, you get a, you win a free honeymoon. He went to sleep moments later. I was looking for writing gigs on Craigslist and there was an audition notice for the new newlywed game. Oh, I remember then, the story. You guys cheated. Yeah, we cheated. So it was his idea, but it, he, everybody I mean, cheats I, on that. They have to, right? Well, well they're smart. They do. Uh, if I were to be on the newlywed game, I would out of principle, I'd like to win with honor and dignity. <laughs> we also ate Adderall and then I was so high I was talking about butt stuff and I was in all the commercials and then they reran it just a couple years ago and people would say to me I just saw you on the newlywed game talking and, about butt stuff yep yep I sure did but uh we won an $8,500 honeymoon all we did was memorize he he saw the pattern in it but we just had so much good stuff like he got so many TV jobs so quickly. We had such good luck together. And um, if anybody's a you know, new listener, I converted to Mormonism to marry him. And I didn't get to have sex with him until we were married. But I was so in love with him. He was the funniest. Every time we haven't emailed, of course, like in 18 months, he is the wittiest, funniest, most loving person. And Sagittarius, I was done and I kicked him out. And that was that. And I don't regret it, but it's so nice that we still have this love for each other, you know? And I, I was looking at his chart and I was like, oh my God, because he's so sexy too. Like he's a really hot guy. I'm also rewatching um, I Love Dick on Amazon and Kevin Bacon kind of reminds me of my first husband in that, except my first husband was like more, um, he was like bubblier and funnier. This but quarantine anyway, hole you've gone into is like- I know, the Will Beecher's got me all horny for everybody. But um, yeah, anyway, I'm, I, today I was just revisiting my past and I was thinking- And this is because no, of Venus. He, yeah, because of Venus. And this is the thing. I sent him, I sent him an email and I said, um, here are three things I learned from you. And they're like things that I think about every, at least once a week. And then I just told him all these things that I, because one of them was- was uh forgiveness like actually accepting an apology um i didn't do that i didn't used to do that which is very sagittarius somebody will say say i'm sorry well this was in the past say i'm sorry and we and most of us are like well you need to understand why i was upset and it's like the person is saying i understand and we're still trying to teach them the lesson you know and it, that's bullshit that's not how you accept an, an apology but he just he was so gentle and sweet and um, then the uh, fucking shit at the fan. Cause I can't be a Mormon. <laughs> well, this, that will was... be a, this is going to be a big surprise to you, but, um, actually there's someone here that wants to jump on, uh, come on in. 
Oh, that's not the newlywed game. That's the, this is my life, right? Or whatever. And now your, ah. first, hus- your first husband <laughs> shows up. We've been hanging out. Oh, okay. So that'd be great. How many of the planets have we covered? Four? I think we covered all of them. Oh, but here's, all, the, all here's the wrap up. So here's, here's, the, <laughs> here's the good news. Okay. I made a list of good news so that uh, you guys don't feel too overwhelmed. Um, it's time to recognize patterns that don't work and change them. That's like across the board. Uh, it's a time of expansion. So like I'm giving up my tiny apartment in LA. This is a great example. Again, to get it back to me, Leo Moon, um, I'm giving up my tiny apartment in LA, which I've been scared of doing because then it's like, what if I can't go back to LA? What if I can't get another place? What if blah, 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 blah. I don't like that apartment. It's too small for me. I, I need, I have outgrown it. I'm scared to give it up, but I know if I give it up, I'm a master 11. I will manifest something better. So look at things like that. There are things that you are holding on to that you can give up that, that maybe aren't big enough for you. You know, it's a really good time to reset boundaries with people. It's a, a really good time to tell people like, honestly, like this isn't working. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, don't reply to all your texts right away. Don't answer everybody's calls. You know, you set your boundaries, you get comfortable. And then after September 29th, get ready to kick ass because we will all be totally different after this. Um, in the meantime, surrender when you have to try to get into a routine. And I'm saying this to myself, try to get into a routine, try to stay present don't try not to get alone drunk and check out. I'm saying that to myself. <laughs> um, this is this is a time to really explore and go down your rabbit holes. And it's gonna be hard, but it doesn't last. And just know September 29th is the expiration date. These some of these planets go away before. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I think it's October 4th. Shit. <laughs> right? When was the last one? October well, like 5th. Five days. It's like October 5th. That's fine. Yeah. But just know and, and go read up on all this because especially, you know, it, it's going to trigger stuff in you. You need to, we all need to be triggered right now. It's very triggering time because the stuff that's coming, it's going to get bad. We have planets, we have like, we have like really scary. And somebody said to me today, we could have a civil war on our hands because there are people who don't want to listen. And I mean, I don't think it would be like the civil war, but it could be a form of a civil war. And I hadn't thought of that because I keep wondering what is this violence that's coming? Because it does astrologically, there is a big prediction of violence. Don't be scared. Uh, this is just to me. I, I, I hesitate to buy into any, kind of extreme thinking like that just because if you if you plug into the if you plug into the news cycle and you're just consuming oh, don't that do stuff that. all day yeah. you know i no. think that i think that don't do that i think civil war thinking love i mean that's a high that's the highest level that's, yeah that level of thinking is i think i i believe is born of that it's a it's a symptom of being too plugged in and consuming too much of this media stuff. Agreed, agreed. Because agreed. I mean, it doesn't matter. Nothing's changed in the media in regards to using fear and bad news 
to get clicks that has, if if nothing else, it's just become even more. So, I mean, you go on CNN.com, Obama's God, Trump is the devil. You go to foxnews.com, Trump is God, Obama's the devil. Like there's never, there's no middle ground, or there's no just news. It's all like, this is our opinion about something. Um, and this is why everything is going to shit, why everything sucks when, you know, we already know how difficult all this shit is right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the people who are getting video or headlines on these news sites are the extremist people. You're absolutely right. And they're not, the, I, they're not, they're not anywhere close to having the majority of numbers no. uh, that would constitute a civil war. I try to only read the BBC when I can for world stuff for big stuff. And they do cover a lot of our stuff. Um, because they're, they still have journalism there. We don't have journalism here anymore. It's, it's over. This is maybe the, maybe journalism comes back, but you guys, I just thought of something also with the re the R E the retrograde resist, respect, restore. We got crazy ass racists running around doing fucked up shit right now. They have the, the capacity, like the, the audacity the audacity that these people think they can do this shit and get away with it. I'm not just talking about shootings anymore. The protests, the shit that people are like comfortable saying, this is the time of change. And uh, I think that even, you know, like the most um, peaceful people are going to get a little bit crazy right now because we're all trapped with our thoughts inside, but just, try to turn it inside and listen to Ryan. Don't I, I think the news is a terrible cesspool. I don't think that's going to make anybody happier. I'm yeah, I mean, sorry. I'm not, I'm not telling people to news. unplug, but, um, uh, it's, there was something else in here. Oh yeah. The core prim- the core principles of chaos magic. Maybe we'll, we'll close mm. on this. Oh, um, the number one, uh, according Phil Hine, when he's writing this, the number one mm-hmm. core principle of, of chaos magic is the avoidance of dogmatism. Um, chaos magicians strive to avoid falling into dogmatism unless expressing dogmatism is part of a temporary belief system they have entered. Discordians use katmas such as us Discordians must stick apart. Thus, uh, chaos magicians feel entitled to change their minds contradict themselves and come up with arguments that are alternatively plausible and implausible. It, it, is po- it, it has been pointed out that we invest a lot of time and energy in being right. What's wrong with being wrong occasionally? Now, yes. so, I mean, I could be wrong. There could be a civil war and I'll be sitting here going, holy fuck, I never saw I'm, this coming. I'm not predicting a civil war. But, um, but-, but it's my sense that- It could be. It's my, I admit, and I'm, I always, people say I always err on the side of being, you know, overly optimistic, but the, the idea of 21st century warfare is so much different than it was even a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, what it takes to make people go to war now is much different. I mean, it changes just like everything else now to, you know, you can't get people to, agree on on fucking anything right now let alone taking arms up and forming alliances for a civil war inside the country right like what it would take to get like all these hate groups they all they all hate each other too you know i mean because they're you know so they're not like you couldn't i don't think you could mobilize there's never going to be a force 
large enough to I, constitute a civil I, war. I am still, um, I, I got to get a, an ingredient. I'm going to tell you guys how to bind evil people soon too and secrets. Um, but because uh, I got to bind those motherfuckers down the street who have that we support George Zimmerman sign and Confederate flags outside of their home. Um, but we live in a country where, uh, you know, white people are, I mean, George Zimmerman wasn't technically white, right? But they, they pursue people with guns, shoot them, unarmed people, just because they're black. And then they think they can get away with it because they do get away with it. And those people are willing to go out and be violent. So we do have enough people here. Who knows what this looks like? I don't know. I feel like we already have violence. So it's like, I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by the audacity of these fucking bigots that we've got parading around saying, there's a face mask thing that came out today that I can't even talk about. I'm just like, when you have to understand too, like whether or not whatever you're reading could just be totally fabricated, could be totally made up shit. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like these news stories that are very triggering, mm -hmm. you know, some of them are put on the internet for the sole purpose of trying to trigger people and get people into, yes! fren into frenzied yes. states. And they're not accurate information. No. It's been happening in the paranormal world forever. Sensationalized ideas to try to get people like, oh, my God. Right. So, I mean, and racists and bigots have been emboldened since the beginning of this yep. country and white people are just now becoming aware of it. So like it's, it's, this is behavior that, you know, other people have been well aware of, I think for a while. Um, and it's just now becoming more aware to those of us who these people would identify with. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. It's some so, fucking yeah. shit right now. We just all got to take care of ourselves and the ones we love. Um, I, uh, I, I, I'm finally going to announce winners <laughs> I finally did when it. right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause we have That's to, it. we gotta, we gotta wrap this we gotta wrap up. up. Okay. So, um, you guys, if you write us a five-star review, uh, send us a screenshot, you if, do it at Facebook. If you can't figure out how to do it somewhere, like just ideally it's wherever you listen to the podcast, but, um, Facebook is fine too. Just send it to us and I'm going to get a tattoo. And get it. Send us a, no, don't do that. If you get a, this no is where the magic happens no tattoo, I will give you a free reading. No one's, <laughs> nobody no might write. No one's going to do someday, that. Someday, someday. So send us a screenshot or else it won't be counted. I need, I need to know who these are attached to. Um, but we got less than a dozen this time around. So, and I'm picking two winners. So your odds are, the odds are in your favor. Ever you in your favor. Tell people that you should, you should, you should have just said, uh, out of all the, you gotta you, you want people to feel lucky well yeah that's why we need a rush of them if you've written one send us if you've written one in the past send us the screenshot i'm saying um, we lie to them there are 120 i was gonna entries. print the whole <laughs> there are 120 entries uh, and we're not counting reviews that are old we need we we have to know who they belong to um so send us a screenshot if it's yours just claim it um but I, I got messages and I printed out, uh, I have a whole document and then um, you, I'm cutting it out. I'm going to, I'm going to be more dramatic next time. But anyway, this time the winners are uh, Arian1012 and Maleficent on Instagram, I think is her handle. I'm not great at this yet, but congratulations. Uh, you get free readings. Yeah. Thanks for writing us reviews. Yeah. yeah thank and you very much. We appreciate it. We had, 
we got more than 12 reviews on different platforms, but nobody's sending me screenshots of them. So that, like, I don't count them until I get a message from you. So just send a message. Um, and your, your entry never expires. I'm going to do this forever. It's, it's great. Um, Retroactively, right you can yes. submit that. Okay, well, cool. Yes. Well, um, we're going to uh, hear a dark story and secrets and then uh, yeah. wrap this <laughs> Super up. Super dark story. Yeah. So um, thank yeah, you to the patrons and uh, everybody who's been listening. Yeah, you guys. And maybe get some lavender oil. It's a real good one right now. Rub it oh. all over your body. Prairie Nargis special Is that what you're supposed episode. to do with it? Is that you're supposed oh. to rub it? Be careful around cats with it. But yeah, I rub oh, it all over to... my fucking body. If anybody is going to Trader Joe's and wants to send me some of the body wash, I've already gone through one tub since I got to Florida. The lavender sea salt scrub is one of the best things you It's a spiritual tool. It is a gift. Thank you, Trader Joe's. Bless you. Bless you, Trader Joe's. See, Ryan, I just blessed someone I didn't have sex with. I would put out for Trader Joe, though. I would absolutely. Trader Joe hey, is a man. Trader Joe, if you're listening. He's dead, Ryan. You got to um, go to the Eagle Rock. They got history. They got well, it all framed by the bathroom. Find one of his grandkids. Hey, now you're talking. Um, yeah. Trader, Trader Jr. Trader, yeah, Trader the Third. <laughs> okay, so, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. And just remember. This shit is real. <laughs>